Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk women to think there's still a little magic left in the stage. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do Dry January, but I might as well have, because wow, hello! This is our first time at Covent Garden Studios. It is. It is. We like the pink entry lighting. Did you enjoy that? Ooh. So like, am I going to see comedy? Is it going to be a strip club? I want a little bit of both, and we will give it to you. <laughs> yes, we will. Now, oh, we killed, it killed Katie. Katie. She's she's dead. She got too sassy. Yeah, she's dead now. We did. Um, Take her out. I'm drinking for two tonight. We didn't. <laughs> I mean, we didn't do it. We hired somebody, obviously. <laughs> we hired a man to do uh, it. <laughs> um, who did a really shitty job because she's actually home with COVID. <laughs> Fuck. I know. She's the only one of us that admitted she had COVID tonight. So. <laughs> no, real hero, actually. So, um... <laughs> I really, uh, it's, oh. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. It's still topical. Whenever I make COVID jokes, I'm like, ooh, 2020. But it's still around, it's isn't it? It's still running. It's a long, old running joke. It's kind of amazing we've made it this long. Like, we've had the hypothetical conversation, and then it happened, and we're like, I'm just so surprised. <laughs> you know, and it's like, kind of crazy. But like the great, I believe it was Winston Churchill who said, the show must go on. Uh, he so was a sassy bitch. He was a sassy <laughs> yeah. bitch, just like our beloved Katie. So yeah, there's a big Katie-shaped hole, but we will... I mean, look, I interrupt too much anyway, so I'm just doing extra <laughs> tonight. But I'm hosting this episode, so I will try to read. And can I just say, up until this morning, Taylor was not hosting this episode. So <laughs> thank you, Taylor. <laughs> and any, any fact checkers in, this might not be accurate. We don't I... know. She had to do it quickly. So. I stuck with one source let's do this um, guys what is drunk women solving crime it's where carlene meets cannibalism Ooh. it's where grolsch meets gross negligence <laughs> and where heineken meets high crimes and misdemeanors Ooh. not bad for a panic research 
case. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of life. Woo! There's some exciting things here. Are you ready? She's a BAFTA-nominated screenwriter. She's a comedian. She's an actor and author and self-described terrible singer. We'll be the judge of that. Please welcome to the stage, Nat Lertzema. Hello, hello. 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 Nat, it is so great to have you here. Thank you so much for being on Drunk Women's Alpha. Very welcome. It's a pleasure. Long time listener. First time caller. Okay. <laughs> it's such a classic line. Isn't it? And I wonder, like, how do I teach my daughter that that's a thing? Like, there's so much backstory to that. I'm like, so there was something called radio. I don't know. I'll work on it. I should start early, though, just like sex ed and old. Maybe if you start phrases. on The Simpsons right at the beginning. I think there's a lot in there. She can watch all that, and then you'll enjoy her company more. I'm not saying you don't, but I'm getting the implication <laughs> that her company's dragging a bit. No, no, no. <laughs> more bits. Do more bits, kid. I just know that I need to ask a question. You know what the question is, but I'm going to ask it anyway, Nat. <laughs> Nat, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes. Yes, a really, awesome. really silly one. <laughs> uh, so, in 2014, a man approached me and said um, he wanted to make a film out of a script of mine. Uh, he was going to raise a million pounds. And I said, yes. And I quit stand-up. You might remember that, Hannah. I was a bit like, by Fox. <laughs> I'm off to make oh a movie. Oh, my God. Should I have asked more questions of him? With <laughs> hindsight, yes, but I didn't. Um, so he went around with my script and he raised a quarter of a million and then he did a runner. <gasps> and then I had to hire lawyers to get my own script back off him, for which he'd paid zero beans. Zero oh, beans, no, no. but the script was his now, apparently. And I nearly went bankrupt, which, <gasps> to be, I was so poor at the time, that's like shaving a slug. It was... <laughs> Makes a fucking little difference, but, but still. Um, and then a year later, a different man approached me and said he wanted to make this film for five million pounds. And I thought, sure, inflation. And, <laughs> but in my defense, he seemed more legit. He drove me around in a Bentley. He took me out for very expensive lunches. He took me out for lunch with Duncan from Blue. What? Yeah. DFB? Uh-huh. <laughs> Such a gentleman. Have you ever seen the YouTube video of him shitting himself? What? what? Yeah. What? It's on the National Lottery. No. And he does a fart and he follows... Oh, no. But he says it like he said it. No, put your phones away. Don't Google it now. But um, he admitted to it in like a podcast. And then you go back and you watch the thing. And you can see the minute where he's there. And it's like, it's, it's a big money ball. It's the, uh, it's the bonus ball. And you just hear him go... Oh and he shit himself. God. Now, I'm sorry, tell us about this awful story when you almost went bankrupt. I don't know how I clawed back from that detour. <laughs> you were riding around in a Bentley. I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I've got very mucky tonight. I'd like to apologise. So I had lunch with Duncan from Blue, who was a very good fit for one of the roles in the film, but I didn't know oh I'd shot it on national television, so... <laughs> Perhaps that would have coloured my perception of him as a romantic lead. Again, but I can see how you're like, I was so naive and this is the real, this is what this, it looks this is like. The, this is where I really feel betrayed. Oh. Um, because of timings, that year, that Valentine's, I got a little Valentine's Day text from Duncan from Bloom, 15-year-old me, just wet herself. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't even know who that is. I'm like, oh, oh. yes. No, that's handsome. a BFD. Oh. A big it wasn't like deal. a sexual romantic one. It was like, hey, pal, happy Valentine's Day. I mean, you know, yeah, right. I mean, there was no, you know. But still, I, well, I thought it was lovely. Yeah. And um, so anyway, this guy drove us around to Bentley, took us out for lunch. He took us to his office on Regent Street, which was his massive office, and he walked Ooh. around it, and he waved at all his employees, and they waved back. Oh, no. And then we didn't hear from him for a bit. And about six months later, we found out he had been arrested and sentenced to six years in a Spanish prison for credit card theft and identity fraud. <gasps> oh. And we found out he had hired a desk in that massive office on no. Regent Street and had just gone around waving at people. And Duncan from Blue, as I'll always call him, says, <laughs> I guess it goes to show if you wave at anyone with enough confidence, they will wave back. <laughs> Which... Oh. And, so, I mean, and I have to say, in both these cases, I feel silly saying it now, 
but they were both American. And so they did seem weird, but I'm sorry, Taylor. I give Americans a very wide runway to be weird. So there were things that with hindsight, yeah, I probably shouldn't have overlooked. So that was how I got conned twice in two years. Oh, man. Oh, with the, wow. yeah, I love it. A woman about what, sister? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Not just a mugging. This is... <laughs> That's a very good idea for a movie, actually. Somebody trying to get funding for a movie. I swear to God, I wouldn't trust either of them to not come after me and sue me. They're that shameless. They would sue oh me for the God. rights of their own story of, oh of conning goodness. me. Yeah, I don't trust them a mile, a, <gasps> an inch. Yeah, a mile's a really long distance. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had my dinner and now I'm drinking. <laughs> I'd maybe trust them a kilometre, I think. I wouldn't give them more than 50% of my <laughs> annual income now. <laughs> I was just telling them before we came on about the podcast I did where I was given just one large glass of red wine, but I'd had a colonic irrigation an hour before, <laughs> um, which I really enjoyed. It was lovely. Um, I liked everything about it. I liked the science. I liked the thing up my bum. But um, I will not be taking further questions at this time about that. And... But it meant that by the time I got to the podcast, I was completely empty, like a whizzed-out balloon. Oh. And that, that wine hit me so hard that after the podcast host said, I can't edit that because you get so drunk so suddenly. It's like two different evenings. <laughs> oh. Do you mind if I don't pay you? And I was like, that seems fair. <laughs> Sorry. Have you had a clonic tonight? Uh, no, full of poop. So, don't you worry, team. You're I think we're going to have a good show. We're going to have a good show. <laughs> What's that guy when he was walking uh, through this like, thing in, in this office thing? Oh, my God. <laughs> this office. You've worked occasionally. Come uh-huh. on, you know an office. I've worked from home so long. I'm just yeah. like, what is desk? What's that room? <laughs> it's the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. Um, was he just going, hey, buddy, hey, champ? <laughs> Hey, Hannah, he was literally doing the fucking guns. He was doing the guns of people who did them back. Americans cannot get enough of fucking guns. A guy in a suit does the guns at you and you're like, well, I'm no uptight loser. I'll do the guns back. And the girl behind you is like, guess he's got five mil. Sure. Nat, we always give everybody a chance to... Let us know. What would you say to either of these guys, both of these guys? This is your moment. You can take them down however you'd like. Mm, It's so tricky. I was so angry at them for so long. And now I'm just like, guys, a normal job is not that difficult. It must be so stressful being a con man. Just get a job. Honestly, you've actually got quite a lot of good skills. You could be like a really good like estate agent or like property management person. Like you, there's lots of like, there's so many jobs you can do where your sort of bullshittery would be rewarded instead of just constantly being on the lam. I love it. That's a really mum type thing to say, isn't it? It's, I was just thinking, like, you're like the guidance counselor for yes. con artists. Like, okay, well, you tick to this one. So I'm actually thinking, yeah, like culinary it, arts. It's okay having a job. Just uh, have a job. It's nice. You have colleagues. This was 2000. <laughs> I don't know. Or a kitchenette. It's all nice. This was 2014? This was 2014. How long did it take you to let the anger go? Genuine question. Genuinely, yeah. Yeah. Because I was so poor for so long. That is, I mean, that's big. No, I tell you what, though. 2016, I sold a book for enough money that it pulled me out of a massive financial hole. Um, And I felt really, really lucky for that. Although everyone was like, you must be rich. And I'm like, no, I'm back at zero. But... (laughs) But that's great. But I'm really relieved. <laughs> Tell us the book. Come on. Oh, um, oh, it was it was a book for teenage girls, and it's called Girl Out of Water, and it's mm-hmm. being turned into a TV show now. So, took me eight years, but I got my revenge. <laughs> well, you truly did. Oh, I love that. That is did. what this is about. Really, that question oh. is revenge question. Also, well, I love the fact that you're like, get a job. There's a kitchenette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm charming. They're like a kitchen, but small. How sweet. Exactly. There's no oven, but there's a kettle. But who uses an oven? Wow. Yeah, who uses an oven at work? Idiot. Sorry, I'm 40. I should use an oven, shouldn't I? <laughs> the whole room's looking at me like, live a life. Be an adult. Use your oven. Like, no. 
Toast. It's <laughs> fine. Oh, Nat, wow. So she's That's here. a hell of a... Ra- I didn't see the second one coming, did you? Do you know what no. I mean? Thanks, Yikes. guys, because me neither. <laughs> and several people did say, Nat, did you not learn from the guy before? And I was like, I've learned absolutely nothing, and I'll probably do it again. <laughs> a third con man comes along, and I'm like, ooh, a Bentley. <laughs> and Anthony Costa, not quite as good, but... <laughs> You need to know you're blue for that to work, and if you do, it's a great game. <laughs> Even if that was just for me, I think it was worth it. Thank I you. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. All rise. Oh, <laughs> another, another, another blue one. Sorry. I love it. I love that we have like lots of listeners around the world that will just be like, Hannah's gone mental. That's mm. fine. Well, they are drinking a lot. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Immediately just said like, blue did not do well internationally. Is what I said there. But Taylor, you've got a case. I do have a case. Shall we do some true crime? Woo! All right. This was sent to us by the lovely Lauren, who I don't think Lauren's here tonight. Oh, but we love Lauren. She's, she runs our No Context Drunk Women Twitter. She's a legend. She's also a legal expert. So I've had this sitting in our Gmail for a little while because I'm like, I don't know if I want to read about something legal. Like, it's a crime podcast. The utter ingratitude of this. And then I read it and I was like, fuck, this is awesome. So Lauren, thank you so much for sending this in. This is the case of Regina or Regina. It's up to you. <laughs> Let's kill the whole thing off. <laughs> Versus Dudley and Stevens, and it involves a shipwreck. So with no Ooh. with no further information, what do you think the crime might involve? For a start, can I just say London, I love the fact you're like a shipwreck. One of those fancy crimes. It doesn't matter who was killed on this ship, but we're all going to be like, this is awesome. Ship came from somewhere else, and somewhere else is glamorous. Yes. So, um, the crime. The crime. Yeah. Booty. Yeah, that would be booty. Booty crime. Booty crime. Booty crime. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there okay. was stuff, maybe treasure. Yeah. Can I sidebar slightly, and it's not about sharting, mm. <laughs> but I feel I need to caveat that. There's so many palm trees in Florida because a ship got wrecked there in the 19th century and it was full of coconuts and a man tried to sell them to loads of people and when he, when everyone had a coconut at that point, they're like, I'm just holding it, it's fine, I'm not getting much out of this. Um, he then buried the rest and that's why you got palm trees all over Florida. Is that, that's mental. I read it on the internet, so I presume it's fine. <laughs> She'll take no further questions at this time. time. Thank you very much for coming to this press conference. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, it is. But sorry to return. Um, uh, I do think it's booty. Booty, I like that. Mm. I think it might be. What's the thing that they call it when people on the ship go, oh, I don't like the captain? Mutiny. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You would have thought over three years I'd learned some shit. (laughs) But I'm just like, what is it when the... Yes, thank you. Thank you. When the, when the sailors get a bit oh sassy. Oh, my God. What if they had oh. named it, oh, I don't like the captain on the bounty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you just imagine Hannah's film about a mutiny? It's just a oh. load of people going, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like him. I, I don't, don't like know what it is. Tone. I don't like him. It's the way he wears a jumper and I don't like it. Exactly. It's the way he's always in the kitchenette. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm here because of the kitchenette. Yeah. Can't get two people in. Exactly. No, I don't like him. Is it a mutiny? Booty. It's booty. These a bu- are bootany. A bootany. It's a booty. These are, both, these are both great answers. I'm not going to say if you're correct at this time. We're going to oh. go through the case. And I feel see what very patronised, but I kind of like it. That's what I deserve, and I feel safe. <laughs> On the 19th of May, 1884, four men set out on a yacht called the Mignonette, which is French for small mignon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, is that what kitchenette means? (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing and we're learning. That's generally what it means, isn't it? Oh my God, you didn't realise that. (laughs) Mike, you should not be allowed out by yourself. (laughs) The Mignonette was a leisure yacht and it was not designed for long voyages. So your next question is, they were setting off from Southampton, England. How far of a journey were these four men planning on sailing in this not fit for a long journey journey? You know what four men are like when they get together. Mm. They leg each other on. 
Do you know what? There was another boat that left Southampton. <laughs> oh, back to this again. <laughs> it was in 1912. And yes! It was the Titanic. Not even a twinkle in their eye think, yet. But it's interesting, though. When you think of a shipwreck, you think, of course, of the Titanic. You don't think of, like, a luxury yacht. And isn't it amazing that immediately I was like, all oh, sympathy gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, oh, they people... were rich. Yeah. Well, kind of fuck them. Yeah, yeah, I kind of just know. thought, do you know what? What did they do? They probably deserved it. They'd probably been to the Caribbean by the time they were 20. I'm 14, I've never been, so kind of fuck them. Yeah. I love, I was asking for distance. What we got was victim blaming. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we do this. I will tell you, I'll just tell you. I think you should just tell us because were, I don't think we can do they this. They were doing a quick old jaunt from Southampton to Sydney, Australia. Oh. Just a little jaunt. So the crew included... What the fo- leisure? Yeah. Uh, yeah well, it rapidly right. would not be leisure, would it? <laughs> yeah. This will be fun, they thought, 20 minutes later. What a fuck about. <laughs> Ooh, tired. Also in like 1881 or whatever it was. Like, that's a long way to go, isn't it? It's a long... I think distance is the same no matter what year you're in, but yeah. (laughs) Well, first kitchenette and now this. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) The earth was 30% smaller. Um, (laughs) I'm going to name the members of the crew. I'm only going to use surnames so we don't get too attached to any of them. Oh, dear. Dudley... The captain, who is a very... Is, that, is, is there he... a Dudley in the audience? I was not expecting that. We've got a Dudley. We have a Dudley? Oh, my God. It must... mm, well, look into your lips. I feel edge. like he doesn't make it, so unless he sired someone before he left. So Dudley's the captain, very experienced seaman. Pause for... Hannah George. Stevens, who effectively was the first mate, and by that, I think he was just really good friends with Dudley. Uh... <laughs> We've got Brooks, no title. And we've got Parker, the cabin boy, who was only 17 and had very little experience of boating. I know, park parks, little parks and rec. Mm. Okay, so Southampton to Sydney. Question, how far do you think they got before they ran into trouble? Portsmouth. (laughs) Anna White, I prefer Anna White. I that think. would be great to just go because it's like 10 feet. Yeah. yeah. Just capsized. I regret everything. <laughs> down. down 22 go. minutes on the red Craw- jet. Crawling up on the Isle of Wight like it's the same place. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, oh. where would you have You'd have to go round, wouldn't you? That's how boats work, am I yeah. right? Yeah, you've got to go. Yeah. They, they won't fly through it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they're still in Europe, aren't they? They don't get out of Europe. Oh, do you think? I'm thinking Africa. Oh, what I'm, do you think? Africa. Ding, go? ding, ding. Hey. Yep. Hey. To be. No, you're right. You're right. Not to put. <laughs> they One didn't person. do too bad, to be honest. They got to the very southern tip of Africa, wow. but they were far off of the Cape of Good Hope, ironically. Ooh. It's all going to be fine, guys. Um... So they made it really, really far. That's, I mean, I looked on the map. I'm going to say halfway. We don't need facts tonight. It's just <laughs> speculation from a very inaccurate map. Your tone is like a child in an egg and spoon race who got the egg all over his face and then shit himself. And you're like, well, he got halfway. <laughs> so I'm not confident about this at all. No one has ever nailed Taylor like that. <laughs> so I mean, that is... Whoa. <laughs> that is so you. <laughs> I feel very small right now. <laughs> They got halfway. <laughs> halfway. Yeah, well, let's say halfway. They, so they set out uh, 19th of May. They got as far as that July 5th, and this is when it all kicks off. So that's over a month to get to the tip of Africa, which is a shame because I put it, I genuinely put the same route into Google Maps just to see, and it's only a 175-hour drive, so they just <laughs> took the wrong form of transport, I guess. So on July 5th, there was a gale. There was a gale, or what British people like to call a fresh breeze. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking BBC weather. Can we just take a moment to talk about how you describe like 40, 50 mile per hour winds, fresh breeze. (laughs) You walk out, so your clothes get blown off, my lips are stuck to my teeth. (laughs) You guys are too hardy, that's all. (laughs) 
No one's ever said that to me, ever. <laughs> An incredibly flimsy human being. <laughs> like a dandelion clock. That's Aww. emotionally and physically, Aww. that's what I am. But sorry, enough of me. Four people but about to die. But you would never complain. <laughs> that's just it, though. You, you would never complain about the wind. That's the thing. You'd be oh, like, no, that's it's just a fresh what, breeze and I deserve like. it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. The outdoors <gasps> is just shit. That's Britain. <gasps> There was like uh, there was a very big wind. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember which one it was. I think it had a name or something. But I always remember my nana's na- wind. My nana, who was like four foot eight or something, she was so teeny tiny. And I always remember a massive gust of wind. This was on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. When I was a kid, well, I was probably about twelve, but I was taller than her. And I always remember that this gust of wind came and her feet left the ground. Oh my and no, I'm god! I'm genuinely not even kidding. Oh my god! I've just literally and I pushed her onto a lamppost. And she grabbed it, and then she survived. And that's just—I've not remembered that for years. But I know which lamppost, and I will be taking a picture of it and putting it on Instagram next time have, I go home. Have you ever been blown over by wind? No, but I'm quite sturdy. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> I feel like Hannah had a big crocheted friend that they called Nana. <laughs> <laughs> keeps, keeps blowing away. <laughs> I saved Nana again. <laughs> Okay, Hannah, we're going to put her in the wash. <laughs> then you'll get her back. <laughs> oh, God. So, I'm just still enjoying Hannah describing herself as sturdy, as if, like, <laughs> as if a hurricane couldn't blow her over because she's like 5'8". Um, guys, I'm basically the rock because I'm slightly taller than the average woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, madam, I'll go around you. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, that, that image of Nana with her legs. Oh, God. sorry. Go on. This is. Go I will. On. I will. Sorry. Go on. The yacht didn't seem to be struggling in the gale force winds, and Captain Dudley gave an order. What do you think the order was? Keep going, lads. It's great. Keep going, lads. Okay. Smash out a martini. Love it. Optimist. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he was a lad. Yeah, make okay. a lad. Yeah, because Carry I mean, on. it does get shipwrecked. So at some point, the captain did something. A bit stupid. Well, right. the, the order was to heave two. Do you know what that means? Absolutely I had not. to find out what this no. means. Is it I like learned a little doing bit. Doing a little sicky. It's doing a little, little pukey. <laughs> heave two. Does that mean like change the... It means to slow the vessel down. You're okay. not stopping it. But Sorry, well, how was you your sentence going to end, it? Hannah? You said, uh, is that mean to pull the... And I, her eyes just look completely blank. And I was like, she has no end to that sentence. <laughs> She has no fucking clue where that sentence is going. I thought it was to pull the sail to the other side of the boat. Oh, I stand corrected. She did have a thought in her head. Fine. Fine. The reason that they do this is so they don't have to steer it and they can sleep. Oh. So he's like, will be there's gale force winds. We're doing great. Let's have a nap. That's what he decided to Dudders. do. Dudders. Mm. Your great, great, great grandfather. Oh my God, you must Shitting be so the bed ashamed. Here. So ashamed. So they sent little Parker down to make some dinner for them. You don't want to sleep on an empty stomach. And then something happened. What happened? I think capsizing. Okay. They're yeah. in a gale and they're right. having a nap. She's going right for the capsizing. Yeah, I mean, right. they, they shipwreck. It's going to have to be quite soon. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's the... It, do you mean narratively? Yeah, like, I mean, just, I just feel narratively it's time for a shipwreck. Do you know what? Actually, yeah, yeah this is kind of the... I've definitely the slowed incident. down the narrative. It's me. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to say Pimp it, Taylor. Farts puke anyway! <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I agree. Capsize, this is it. It's going down. Okay, well... A huge wave struck the boat and basically took off the... Uh, oh, God, I didn't even write the part. It took off the top of the yacht, okay? I it's called the lid of the words. what? Took off the top of the yacht. International school, you must know what a top of a yacht uh, is. Come a bullet... Come on. Come, come it's on. It's not the fucking mast. <laughs> bullet, bullet mast. It sounds like Sandra Bullock, but it's a bit but old it's a timey. Bullock, a bulwark, a bulwark. A foxhole, yes. Foxel. It's not that. It is. It's Stop a foxhole it. corsa. He knows. Look, yeah. they were. It, it. They're fucked. Okay, they're fucked. <laughs> and Dudley knows that they're gonna capsize. Like this is a catastrophic emergency. I'm imagining Dudley Dursley at this moment. Oh, I don't know if anyone else is. Same. Yeah, I'm big, big, big on par. And I'm imagining going like sort of like 
capsizing last year, last year. Sorry, this is, uh, I'm going to start another podcast, which is just Hannah quoting Harry Potter. So sorry. Okay, so they capsize. Well, Dudley knows that it's going to capsize, so he orders the lifeboat to be lowered into the water. It was just 13 feet long, which is the average size of a million-pound studio flat in London. (laughs) (laughs) For context. And it was very flimsy. They had cut corners on this. It was very thin. There's holes in it. It looks like every pair of pants that I own. (laughs) Uh, How fast did the mignonette sink? So from the time that the wave hits it and Dudley says, we're going to go down, how long do you think it took to sink? How big is this yacht? I don't have the size of the yacht written down. Sorry. Oh, I apologize no, for no, no, hitting no. you on a weak but point. I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did read it. I want to say like 40 feet. Does 40 that feet. sound about right? It's not gigantic. Hannah, how long did the Titanic take to sink? I want to say... It was quite a few hours and they did not have enough lifeboats, let me tell you. <laughs> Um, Breaking uh, news from Hannah here. <laughs> um, <sighs> I'm going to say 20 mins. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. A, cheeky, a cheeky American sitcom episode. <laughs> I'm going to go British sitcom episode, which is slightly too long at 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. It took five minutes. Oh, oh that's efficient. It was almost, almost no time to salvage anything. What do you think they did manage to bring on board the lifeboat? Violins! Violins! Oh, Oh, beautiful. A burgeoning love affair. Oh, one of the twins. One of the twins? (laughs) Uh, Photo album. I'm just thinking of burning buildings, you know? Like, what would I Given that it's like 1880-something, I imagine it was like a a leather-clad, lead-lined, incredibly heavy, like, (laughs) shoe-polishing kit. (laughs) Like, weighed as much as two people. It was like, I must have their shoe-polishing kit. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. We're not going to die undignified. (laughs) (laughs) I won't be found with unshiny shoes. Drunk women solving crime. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. They got two tins of turnips. Mm. Tins of turnips. turnips. Not even fresh turnips. Why are we tinning those? Amazing. Have some self-respect. I'm so hungry, though. I'm like, with a little salt? Sounds all right. Could you imagine, though, you own a fucking 40, perhaps more foot yacht, and you've got tins Tins of turnips. Tins of turnips. I mean... They were pro- it's 1884. That's probably like party time. Like, who wants some turnips? Yeah. Mm. Okay. And a little bit of navigational equipment. <laughs> so the first night, they almost died. Why? Because they didn't want to eat the fucking turnips. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> the cold. The cold? Yeah. Good guess. Someone's had a little guess. dog leg into sensible. Okay. <laughs> She'll be leaving it rapidly, <laughs> but she's briefly gone sensible. Um, no, I think, I think, uh, well, she was just looking at the page. I, I, it was the waves and that, because if it capsized a, mm-hmm. a yacht, it would mm. capsize a not fit for purpose lifeboat. Well, it's weighed down with turnips, don't forget. Oh. <laughs> so it's pretty heavy. Th- oh God, was it a bear? Uh, <laughs> you're closer. Okay, okay. You're closer. They, I mean, you're right to think, like, it's low down. They've not got much protection. It was a shark. <gasps> oh, my God! I it love was, a shark and a lifeboat a story. Shark. <laughs> it was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite genre of film. 
They've got a lot of black eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> it, it's a Jaws thing. We were thinking of having that uh, that bit from Jaws as a sp- as like a reading at our wedding, and that's why I know it. And then someone said, "Don't." So we it's didn't. A bit. Uh, <laughs> and we're not. But um, a bit weird. Wow. Wow. It was. I'm fucking... so excited for your wedding. <laughs> like genuinely, such a genuine statement. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of is fun. It, it's a shark. A shark attacked them. They had to fight it off with oars. Yeah, so... Um, well, better than turnips. <laughs> uh, sure. The boat sank on July 5th. How long did they wait to eat the first tin of turnips? Well, it's not very appealing. Yeah. I could probably see that off a week. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking it's like the new school year has started. It's September. Like, they've... <laughs> wow. Their kids new pencil case. We start eating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exciting. Um, two days. They made it two days. There were five turnips in the tin, which they split between the four men. I'm just sprinkling a bit of fairy dust into the lead-up of what's about to happen. They were catching rainwater to drink on July 9th. A bit of optimism, though. A food source appears. What do you think the food source was? One of them. Oh no! Oh oh! Oh, is it a fish? Maybe it's a fish. I don't know. It's good. This is be a fish. Okay. I immediately, when fish? I hear like cannibal stories, I'm immediately mm. like, I would fucking eat that shit immediately. <laughs> like genuinely, like I would just be like, oh. You would I, have no moral dilemma. Nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> just oh, like, what story? You what need to watch story? Yellow Jackets. My oh, God. Oh my God. Love I love Yellow Jackets so much. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good though. It's do you crazy. watch it and do you okay. shout, June? Uh, it might be a, a Watford thing, but June, because it's just such good music, such a good soundtrack. Slight sidebar, but it wasn't about shouting, so it's, it's... still better. <laughs> All right. Um, it was a turtle. It was a turtle. Oh. What did that guy ever do to you, you fucks? Yeah. Stupid yachty fucks. All right, so that... <laughs> yachty fucks. In your red trousers. I oh, want a t-shirt that says yachty on. fucks. <laughs> So that gets them to July 17th, but they're running into an even bigger problem now. They can't collect any rainwater, so they're just dying of thirst. So Are they drinking piss yet? They're drinking piss. That was my next question. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. I love that you're like, I know. I mean, I know I'd have been drinking step. piss in I wouldn't do that, though. No. Would you not? I'd eat, I'd eat a man before I drank his piss. <laughs> The what point. obliging man is offering this to you? <laughs> you can have my piss or my meat. What do you want, Hannah? Big fan of your work. So they, were eat, they were drinking their wee-wee. Yeah. yeah. Or each other's to mix it up a bit. I don't... I oh, don't is that know. better? Is I it think better? different nutrients. Oh, because something that you might not have put, like, sort of absorbed yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess maybe your body didn't appreciate it, but their body might. No, we've got three glasses here. Who needs a piss? Because... (laughs) Have you ever drunk your own piss? It is at this point. (laughs) We'll never know. We'll never know because Taylor's plowing on. (laughs) No, I'm just, you know, I'm just... She has a story to tell, and I'm talking about drinking piss. (laughs) They're thirsty, they start drinking seawater. Oh, they know they shouldn't. Oh, guys! But as long as they watch TV, thirsty. Eighteen eighty. What's it? Um, they're drinking seawater. They're starving. They're starting to get really, really ill, and so they start to have a debate about something. What do you think the debate is about? How quickly shall we eat the cabin boy? <sighs> it's obviously him. Like whose piss was the best vintage? <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting, it's piss, it's piss. (laughs) I'm getting turtle. Am I, no, it's not cheating, I'm just getting turtle. Guys, I'm trying to have a civilized conversation about cannibalism, and I feel like you're bringing the mood down. It's cannibalism. Oh, (laughs) yes, of course it is. What else are they going to do? What's the crime going to be? They start debating who should die (gasps) to save the others. Who should be sacrificed? I would absolutely not volunteer myself for that. Well, they talk about drawing straws, like you have straws on this lifeboat. If you had straws, you'd be in them. We've got. We don't want our lips to touch our glasses while we're starving. I love that. Like piss through a straw is actually a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so they start making arguments for who deserves to die to save the others. What do you think the arguments were like? This would make a great play. Moral turpitude, adultery. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Right. I have a bit of a shit. Okay. I was about to say racism, but 1880, what's it? No. Right. So it's, no. it's basically who's the, who's the biggest dick? Who's the biggest dick? <gasps> and got the biggest dick because a lot of meat on that. Yep. Is, <laughs> is that meat? I think it's cartilage, isn't it? Um... Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I love it. It's like, no, we won't say cartilage, actually. That is not cartilage. That's sweet. What is it? What's what it is this? I'm sorry. It's been a very it's long what? lockdown. Is it's, it? <laughs> what, what is dick? What is it made of? Is it sugar and spice and all things nice? I don't think so. Wait a bit. Is it? What? Is it meat? <clears throat> I don't think it's meat. Well, who's got a fat I love penis? these women at the front. I'm just going, what? Well, what is it? What what is what is it I made of? It's spongy tissue. It's spongy what? tissue. Spongy tissue. I, can I just say, I was gonna say spongy tissue. I'm like, don't spongy even tissue. keep this going. Just Do you know don't. No, but Taylor, as we want to eat spongy yeah. tissue as an American. But no, that sounds like a corn dog. <laughs> Wait, is that what that is? Spongy tissue? No. Are you a doctor? Thank Have you, you embarrassed madam. yourself? That's not medical. Yeah. Spongy no, tissue is not medical. Corn, corn dogs I mean, we're all are... penis doctors. They never go to the doctor themselves. You have to tell them what's wrong with it. But Corn dogs are different. <laughs> they start making arguments based on whose life is worth more, and that all surrounds who has a family. Oh, oh fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah. I find that so annoying. So yeah. Stevens, Stevens and Dudley are like, we have wives, we have kids that we care about so much that we've fucked off for a right. year. <laughs> yeah, right, we exactly. matter. We're family guys. If you're shitty parents, you might as well not be parents. <laughs> Um, well, that was bold, wasn't it? But that woman said true. <laughs> so I feel vindicated. Slam. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> uh, did Brooks and Parker get on board with this suggestion and offer themselves up? No, God, I'd hope not. No. I they were not met on their board. kids. They were not they, on board. They were not on board. <laughs> I've yeah. met your kids. Yeah, your kids are dick. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I would die for your daughter. I love your daughter. Yeah, I would, like, fucking, she is just, I mean, also, she's obsessed with me, but she is, like, it's what I look for in a person. Sidebar, every Christmas card that she's made in school that I end up finding in her room or tucked in her thing, dear Hannah. Oh, for goodness sake. I love you the most. And I'm like... Okay. Also, okay. my mother's like, say hello to my favorite Hannah. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it's not her favorite Hannah, it's her favorite drunk women. That's how woman. she puts it. She, She's um, building a cult. Don't let it happen. <laughs> you have to nip this in the bud. Oh, I don't know. I'm on board. But cult this is George. a huge moral thing, right? Of it is. who do yep. we eat? Yep, or do yep. we eat a bit of someone? Well, well surely, why don't you take a leg off someone or like a big butt cheek? Oh, well, I'm... Here's what happens. I'm very sturdy. Parker. You keep saying that. You're not very sturdy. You're quite willowy. Stop it. Don't slap yourself. Well, no, I'm just saying you could take a leg off. You could take this leg off and you'd be all right for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know what I'd contribute from myself You'll because I'm very selfish. You'll just that right up with some turnips. <laughs> just painfully selfish. So Parker, the cabin boy, gets so sick Aww. that he goes into a coma. Parks. What happens? They eat him while he's in a coma. Hmm. That's a very classy person in the audience saying, how would you cook him? <laughs> but what would you drizzle him with? Yeah, you uh, can't marinate that <laughs> with turnip juice. You need, you know, the acid, the fat, and the sweetness. <laughs> um, Come to my house. I do not open the oven. <laughs> they, they kill him oh. with a knife while he's in the coma. Um, now, Captain Dudley and Stevens agreed that this was the best way. Brooks did not. Better yet, him though. But they all <laughs> ate. Yeah, Parker. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, two of them ate a lot of him, and one ate hardly any. This sounds like one of my daughter's maths problems. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm saying that, if. <laughs> If 
Dudley ate one third of the person, <laughs> but shared a quarter of that with his friend. Also, Honey, stop retching. We're trying to do maths. Come on. Yeah, yeah. This is just. This also, is if just anybody maths. is here having not listened to the podcast before, this is a weird night for you. <laughs> I saw some. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, wow. I saw some women, and they hey. were just talking yeah. about the maths of eating a man. Well. But Guys, we've all made it through a pandemic. We can do anything. It's fine. <laughs> it's so true. Two of them ate a lot of him. One of them didn't eat much at all. Can you... Just the dick. <laughs> Just that squishy cartilage. Squishy, spongy tissue, please. Spongy Not squishy tissue. cartilage. Um, oh, God, um, no, but I know that would be me. I'd be like, oh, God, no, I couldn't eat anymore. <laughs> I would. I bet you Brooks was like, we cannot possibly kill and eat him. And then Brooks was one of the people who ate loads of him. Oh my God, you're right. Oh! I know shitty people. <laughs> Being moralistic kind of makes you hungry. It <laughs> does, doesn't it though? I was so surprised by that though, because he's like, guys, no. This is really wrong. Yeah, oh God. Um, Delicious it's so and bleak. Wrong. It's so grim. It's so grim. Um, Literally, I get stuck in a lift and I'd want to eat someone. I'm sorry. I want to eat someone. So, the again, three... sorry to the people at the back. This isn't even a running joke. I'm just um, really want to eat someone. The three remaining men managed to catch some rainwater to drink. Like, times are happy again, right? Like, great times. Great Mercifully, times. they are rescued by a German vessel headed for Hamburg who dropped them off in Cornwall. Now, the men are required by something called the Merchant Shipping Acts to give formal statements about what happened. Are they candid about what happened? No. 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 They wipe Parker off their mouth and say he fell overboard, didn't they? Okay. All right. Yeah, they did. They have a story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. It's, it's not the first thing you'd say, is it? It's like, oh, no, we ate him, actually. How was yeah. your trip? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. They're keeping that secret. They are actually completely candid. Oh, guys. Well, the reason is because they think that they are innocent because of something called custom of the sea. Now, this is different from maritime law. I've written all this down thinking that in a second show, I'm like, shall we read some facts about maritime law? (laughs) I promise Um, not to talk about Duncan from Blue at all while you do this. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because it's more of a... Maritime law is a proper established law at sea. Customs is more like, well, this is how we do it. it customs is more like, I was ambushed with a cake, so accidental party. <laughs> oh, it's bullshit. Okay. Yes. Oh, sure. Guidelines. Tell us But they, but they believe it. They believe it so much that, like, of course we'll tell the story. It's harrowing. You know, they'll be like, of, cor- of course you ate Parker. Of course you ate Parker. Um, so, yeah. People who are into law, this part will piss you off because I'm basically just going to say a whole bunch of legal shit goes down. Yes! I'm going <laughs> to... I will sum it up, though. This case goes crazy. Their statements go to the home office. A warrant is put out for their arrest for murder on the high seas, and they are shocked. Um, it goes to trial. The trial is full of drama, including Parker's brother shows up oh. and shakes the hand of all three of the men. What, he was a dick, thanks for eating him. (laughs) I mean... Okay. Okay. At first I was like, whoa, that's badass. Or wait, what message does... What is it? Oh, the inheritance is all mine now. Sweet. (laughs) Super sweet. Weird thing to do. Strange, right? Yeah. But there is something powerful in it. You know? Hi, you ate my brother. Oh, you think he was psyching them out? I think he was psyching them out. And he was also reminding everybody that there was another human involved who I think at that time, you know, would have been disposable. He was an orphan. There's a little bit of background. Like, he was this kind of, well, we don't need to worry about... Parker. Parker. (gasps) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if you had parents and you said to your parents, hi, I'm going to be a cabin boy in a yacht and we're going to go from Southampton to Australia, any parent would be like, no, you're fucking not. Go to your bedroom. So, yeah. This was a child who didn't have parents who were like... Yeah, this so is stupid. It really. Oh, go. Well, just as they were shaking mm. his hand, do you think they were going. I've said too many times I want to eat a person. <laughs> we sometimes get some weird emails on this podcast and we're going to get some more. But. Okay. <laughs> Taylor, go Subject on. header spongy tissue. Oh, that's for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dudley and Stevens take responsibility for the killing of Parker, and, and in a sense, Brooks is kind of exonerated from it because he says, I didn't agree to it. He ate loads. Even though he ate like he was at a goddamn country buffet. Wishbone, right? Like, oh my gosh. This is like when you go out for a friend's birthday and some fuck orders lobster and then you split the bill equally and you're like, sorry, no, Natasha, you had lobster. I had pasta. <laughs> it's like that, but a little bit worse, I admit. <laughs> so the judge gives a really strange, like, custom verdict and he says, yeah, they're guilty, but. Can you, can you imagine me in law school? Great judging, yeah. <laughs> so and yeah. so. <coughs> but the, the logic was you all would have died within days. Yeah. So you needed to do this to survive. This is the defense's argument. Um, Queen Victoria gets fucking involved. I'm amazed it wasn't Elizabeth too. She's she, been around so long. She loves dick. <laughs> She's like, is it spongy tissue? <laughs> if it's spongy, I can't resist. <laughs> How would one pierce that then? Oh, yes. Oh, that's like a, a threepenny piece in a, uh, in a Christmas pudding. The, uh, the Prince Albert of a... Do you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> it must be so awful to be like cast adrift at sea because the sea air does make you hungry. You know, whenever you go to the seaside, you want a big fish and chips. Oh, yeah. And then, so it's just yeah. that all the time, isn't it? And I yeah. kind of like... I d- You've really captured the horror of this. <laughs> Thank nah. you. Thank I'm you. So I've really hungry. emotionally invested. You know Me what? and Prosecco have emotionally invested. You know when you want a big chippy tea? <laughs> exactly the same but, feeling. Yeah, it's all like, the same as being a month thirsty. at sea. Now I'm thirsty. So... Queen Victoria gets involved and gives a pardon of mercy, but people at this point are just up in arms. They're like, this is not justice, this was murder. In the end, the two men, Brooks is, is let off the hook. Oh, Brooks. Mm, you the dick. hungry bastard. Dudley and Stephen spend some time in prison. How long do you think their sentence was? Ooh. Ooh wow, because Ooh. I kind of, I sort of get it. You know, I know I'm being flippant about the fact I want to eat a person, but also like... <laughs> Never going of... camping with her. <laughs> <laughs> But Don't I, go off grid with Hannah. I've always said that. No, it's good advice. But it's I, good. <laughs> I do think, like, at what, like, I see why they did it. I don't mm-hmm. think they should have done. But ugh. so I think I'd give them a suspended sentence. Maybe some community service in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. I, see, I also think the fact he was in a coma is like. If you kill someone in a coma, they're very sleepy. It's not quite like... I mean, you're not going at a very alive and alert person mm. with a knife. They're like, they're having a big sleep. So what do you think that deserves, Nat? How I'd long? say six months. <gasps> oh my God, it's six months! Oh <laughs> wow! I'd like to thank God and the Academy. <laughs> wow. Whatever your, what like, your morals. That. That's amazing. Do your morals match up with like 1887? Oh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, I don't feel great. good about that. <laughs> so it's a Ooh. landmark case because it established that necessity is not a valid defense for murder, um, which is the only reason why Piers Morgan is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> it had a huge cultural impact. It inspired a Monty Python sketch. Um, which one? It's called like the boat. The lifeboat. It's called the lifeboat. I guess it wasn't one of their bigger ones. There was a film, the lifeboat, wasn't there? Well, in the book Life of Pi, the tiger was called Richard Parker. Oh, Oh, he was a tiger. Never knew that. Isn't that crazy? Never knew that. I I mean, who who in this room made that connection? Did anyone know this? That it was really no, this case? No, it's a very deep cut, isn't it? Yeah. Fair. I mean, we very were all fair. doubting it, but this episode was worth it. <laughs> Just for that, I'm joking. How many people knew that Duncan from Blue had sharted? <laughs> I'm just How saying, many people wish they didn't know that because he's still beautifully handsome <laughs> and a real gentleman, actually, as a person? <sighs> I just want to end on this note, which is I took all of these... Facts from Wikipedia, so thank you. Make sure they're all completely completely accurate. Thank you. you. We've got got some wikis in. Got some wikis in. Um, 
And I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but every page has Wikipedia keywords. So the first oh, two no. keywords are murder, sure, sure, okay. and killing and eating flesh of human being under pressure of hunger. Oh, did you did you get onto my laptop somehow? <laughs> You write the keywords for Wikipedia on I the d- side. So like no, a genuine question. If we like all crash landed in a little plane somewhere in a forest, Ooh. yellow jacket style, yeah. and one of us got a little bit ill, but not very ill, yeah. not very ill, yeah. like flu. Cystitis, maybe? Yeah, cystitis is awful. I would, I would awful. be the first to go down. Honestly, if I have cystitis, kill me. Absolutely kill me. <laughs> okay. It's the worst thing in the fucking world. Um, do you think it's all right to kill and eat? Oh we know how Hannah feels. You're actually going to ask the moral question. Yeah, I'm going to... Let's, let's have a little moral maze. I've gone all very... Radio 4. I... <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just, I mean, Hannah is eating oh, at the airport, so... a juicy flesh. <laughs> okay. I guess... I mean, this has just made me grateful for, like, service stations <laughs> and stuff. So just here's to... You know, service stations. Service stations. <laughs> yeah, here's the service stations. We're all very, very lucky. Some now, real moral dodging there. <laughs> I right, understand. <laughs> I don't want to think of how I am when I'm really hungry, because when I'm regular hungry, I'm such a cunt. Do you know what I mean? So like proper, and that's just like I haven't eaten since brunch. You know, so I don't, I don't want a picture. I hope I never meet that version. Of myself. Again, I'm not going camping with either of them Ooh. now. No, don't, no. don't, don't. Oh my God, yeah, I could bite a butt or something. <laughs> There's something about the butt though, right? Like, you totally go for the butt. I mean, I think you go butt. Yeah. What was go that butt. from the audience? Go butt. Juicy. juicy. Yeah, juicy. You're absolutely right. There is yes. a name for uh, eating. Now, I understand we have an uh, uh. <laughs> What? Sorry, go I don't on. Even rimming. Know. I don't even want She's to talking about rimming. Uh, That's what, <laughs> she's reached a rimming point of the Look, evening. Could we please, let's bring things back to sort of a, like, not such lowbrow level. We have a dildo crime in the audience. You <laughs> can't understand. Uh, now, you called it a dildo. Oh, she's right up. <laughs> right up. There she is. A what? A dildo. Look at her oh, looking slightly dildo. coy as if a she dildo. doesn't want to tell us. Oh, I'm straight up. Oh, I'm, straight up. I'm so Sharon sorry. I've got to work this out. You thought I said dildo? I thought you said dildo. Like dildos to go. Oh, what a great business idea. Uh-huh. All right. Hello, sir, because um, otherwise you use them in the store. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Hi. Good. Hello. Um, so I've kind of written this down because I'm trying to, you know, repress some of my trauma, but let's really relive it. Um, essentially, <laughs> while my while my family and I were in the house, um, we were we were on like the the bottom floor. We went upstairs. Um, a burglar <laughs> entered my room by the side window, and he went through my things. Um, and my dad was like, hey, that's a weird noise. He'll go up and investigate. And obviously my dad realized my side windows were open, but also the burglar was super inconsiderate and went through my sex toy drawer. <gasps> and, oh, it gets worse. I'm from Sir, a, quite a culturally conservative family. Um, and like, I think he just saw this like massive purple phallus on the side <laughs> of my, on like the site, on like my window windowsill. And like, he just looked at me and I just looked at him and I was just like, you don't know what this, you don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, but yeah, my question is, um, why did the burglar go through my sex drawer and not put my dildo back knowing he was in a conservative household? Two, who did it? And three, why? <laughs> so... Oh, this is thank so you. nice. Oh, thank you. Honestly, I, I had to sterilize. The police were like, oh, don't touch anything. I'm sorry. My father saw, saw like a purple penis. He, so he had to just kind of, so I was just like, I'm just going to contaminate the crime scene a little bit. Um, I'm going to sterilize that. I'm going to sterilize my whole body and my, my body, mind. My dildo. And I was like, do you know what? He's gone through my lingerie as well. We're going to shove this in the wash. Um, oh, God. Did he take anything? I think he was trying to go through like jewelry and stuff. Yeah. Um, He's a bit stupid though, because like there was some money around and he didn't take that, and I was like, idiot, but whatever. <laughs> but like. <laughs> was a That's so oh weird gosh. to not take money, because it's like anything you steal, you're going to turn into money. Yeah. Take I thought you were going to say, it's so weird to not take that dildo. I know. <laughs> I like to shop secondhand, but I do think secondhand dildos is where I draw the line. <laughs> God, what a moment. Call like, to add trauma to trauma. That is, that is crazy. Awful. 
Oh my God. Were you like, I can't believe he dropped that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just Must it. be a weapon of some kind. I think obviously my family were like, oh no, they probably took something valuable. And I'm just like, <laughs> protect the dildo. <laughs> And like, I think, obviously, I'm the youngest, so he probably thought I was like a pure human being. And they're like, oh, this is the baby. No, this is not the baby. No. <laughs> no. Oh, we found a, a title. The baby gets off. <laughs> this is a title for the episode. I am not the baby. I love it. Yeah, so that happened. Can I ask you a question? Go on. I've never really gotten bored with the purple dildo. I find it a bit teenaged. Tell me, you're thinking... So, uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to go and love honey, and I just got it. Um, I love how young you are. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even buy my first one online. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, I love it. She found yeah, a merchant. I had to go into a shop and alleyway. I had to look a man in the eyes. Oh, my God, yeah. Are you yeah. joking? You had to slam and that shit on the counter thrupence. and be like, yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. My first one. dildo was carved from wood. <laughs> From an executioner's pole. <laughs> I write several children's years, books years. and a friend of mine asked me to send her, her child one of uh, my children's books and I put it in a box I had lying around oh, and she no. said, thank you for sending it in a love honey box. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry, we had a lockdown and I had a lot of them. <laughs> Get over yourself, pal. Oh my God, I love that you can get nostalgic about like a dildo. (laughs) So after the purple one, did you feel you moved on to more sophisticated colours? And I'm not to harp on this, but I don't really like purple as a thing to put inside myself. This is Nat's equivalent of, I'll ask the questions here, man. (laughs) Do you know what though? I'm not going to lie, like it does the job, so I'm just quite happy with it. Yeah, it's true. You can't see it, can you? I'm trying to be like minimalistic, so, you know. (laughs) I've got like... Couple of vibrators, you know, change it up a little bit. Yeah. Then, Treat yourself. Venus. <laughs> That's a hard sell, like the minimalist dildo. Like, ooh, okay. It does the job. It does the job. Very true. I yeah. literally had forgotten someone had tried to steal oh, it. Dear. Like that's why we're here. <laughs> right. So, so like, the guy was a bad thief. We can that's yeah. all that's and all we, we did can get CCTV. Oh and like he, he didn't dress well, let's just say it doesn't, didn't oh. dress well. <laughs> if you don't dress well for a burglary, oh. get out of my it's house. It's true, though. Like, come on. I hate a badly dressed burglar. Apparently, um, a lot of burglars, because just with questions? the adrenaline, shit themselves. Uh, who did it? Why'd they do it? Like, if you're going to rob a conserv- like, culturally conservative Bad asshole. thief doing bad thieving. But, and what was the other question? Um, who... Yeah, why? Like, if you're Thank gonna, you. if you're like, oh no, that's a sex toy. Shove it back in the drawer, then. Jeez, it's incredibly rude. Bad etiquette. Okay, <laughs> put it away. No, I think that's burglars like, are known for their etiquette and putting like, I don't need it, so no, it's like, going back where I found no, it. No, I, I'm with you though. Like, this is a very middle-aged problem, but wherever my vibrator is in my bedroom, my cleaner. I'm sorry, I am middle-aged. <laughs> uh, manages to find it, polish it. Oh! Don't that do that point. and put it right in the middle of my desk. And I'm like, oh. And no, no, I have no. put that in a drawer for a reason. And each time it's in the middle of my desk. And I've reached a point now, seven, eight weeks in, I'm like, are you flirting with me? How, <laughs> how does one polish silicone? <laughs> oh, it's metal. Oh, oh. enjoy metal. Oh, oh, I've never met a metalhead. Where'd you get that one from? Love, honey. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like, you see them, I'm like, who are the metalheads out there? Are you a metalhead? <laughs> wow. Hey, it's me. You know what? I gotta fucking stop this show. Grab yourself some Hey, hey thank you so much. And thank you. Hi, I just want to say hi to my mom who listens. <laughs> Very, very faithfully to the podcast. I guess... Oh, I mean, your mum loves me most, so... Uh, well... Hello, my friend. Hi, Hi Taylor's mum. Maybe mm. I could be your new favourite, because I'm big on a mum-in-law. Oh, mate. Oh, I've just lost your mum to now. I'm fucking... Well, I just... You guys, I don't know, man. Could I oh, ask you a favour before we hear We need to get Nat. the house lights up. Is there any way we can get the house lights up? Katie is so devastated that she's not here. It's really sad. She's really, really, yeah. So I would love to say we love you, Katie. Get better soon on a video. Would you do Can that for do us? That? Aww. She'll be devastated to have missed all the dildo chat. So I already texted her to say your podcast is mine, bitch. So she knows I love her. Action. Katie! 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 Kat
miss you. It's a mess. It's a mess without you. Everyone loves you. time to ask Nat where can we find you what are you up to what's happening in your world oh lads besides oh, metal uh, so I was a stand up for 10 years and then I quit it for 8 years and then I had COVID and I was like oh I, but not terribly badly but I was like I'm gonna go back to that so basically I'm gigging around London if you fancy seeing that Fantastic. It's quite dirty and trivial and stupid, but it's me. So I, I, so just if you see my face somewhere, then come see me. That'd be lovely. Oh, it's so good. Like, literally, we it. started on the stand-up scene with Katie, like, literally 12, 13 years ago. Fucking so long. We're so old. We're so old. So old, a vet should put us down. We're so old, we had to buy our sex toys in person. So... <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, brilliant. Follow Nat, she's amazing. If you have young daughters or sons who want to read YA novels, your novels are amazing, you're incredible. I love, I love when people have written kids' stuff. We have an episode like this. I know, I know. <laughs> if you've listened to Nat being fucking disgusting, maybe you'd like to give your kid her book. Do you don't want to like do that. metal? If you'd, like, if you'd like to hear more. Um, Nat, you're a legend. Thank you so much. We've had yeah. lots. Thank you guys. We've been Drunk Women Solving Crime. The bar is staying open, so feel free to hang around, have a drink, do what you like. We love you guys. Thank you for coming out. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 